0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tier 90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning. Adjust it for your time zone. Mountain time is 7.40. Uh, Texas time is 8.40, and uh, Michigan and the East Coast is 9.40. 9.40. With that being said, for those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background in that I'm a teacher. However, I have a huge interest in both health, nutrition, and exercise, and that's part of the reason why I was invited onto these calls. Another part is because my interest in those things were because my grandparents were in health not the great greatest of health when I was in high school and I really didn't want to travel down the paths that they had to travel down. So I'm attempting to learn from what they may have done incorrectly or may have just been wrong with our biological clocks. With that being said, you can always find these calls if you miss them on SoundCloud, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D, put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, T M-T-O-90, and these calls will pop up. Um, we're almost at the end of our eighth year of recorded calls. Um, at the beginning, I think that they were only once or, or twice or three times a week. Um, we've had various hosts over the years. Um, there's lots of recipes. So it's, there's a treasure trove of information on those calls. If you get your podcast through a different uh, app or service, if you put in Frank Lomas and solutions or anti-aging uh, solutions for anti-aging and the four is the digit four, all put together, no spaces. Again, they will pop up. Um, most likely in your app, your podcast service. So with that being said, I want to put a big shout out to both Frank and Brian Curry because they not only help us record the calls, but make sure that they get posted so that um, the archives are up to date. Some of the more recent ones over the last few months actually have um, what the topic is. So if you have an interest in a specific topic, you'll be able to go back and actually cherry pick those out. So the TR-90 program, since so this is a support call for the TR-90 and Body Burn 30 support, um, the TR-90 program is one good, clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein in at least three of those meals. Um, the, better, the, the better quality protein, um, the better off you are uh, just in general. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if at all possible. Um, I know it's not always possible. As a substitute teacher, I never knew when lunch was going to be, and I couldn't always do it 15 minutes before. So I just took it with my lunch, and that seemed to work just fine. It's not quite as efficient in your body, but it still will work. So there is that. Staying hydrated drinking plenty of fluid. So current thinking is at least one ounce of fluid for every two pounds that you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking at a minimum of 50 ounces of fluid daily. Water is your best choice, but there are other choices. You can do green tea, um, decaffeinated green tea, several things that will um, help with that fluid intake juices, you have to watch out for the calories and the sugars, but other than that, you know, it still counts as fluid. Exercise, 30 minutes, moderate to heavily, five days a week, 30 minutes on those five days. Um, If you hit a plateau, you might want to check to see that you're getting adequate sleep, enough exercise, or you can bump your exercise up, you could add in another shake if you're hitting a plateau and staying hydrated, those things are really crucial. And sleep, you should be getting seven to eight hours of sleep daily, that's really important. Um, It actually helps flip the switch in your metabolism so that you're actually um, being more efficient and actually burning fat rather than um, burning your muscle. Let's see, what else is there in that? Oh, seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables. That's another thing. Um, The fruits and vegetables, they give you fiber, they give you macronutrients, micronutrients, all kinds of really good things to help support your TR-90 lifestyle. And with that being said, I'm always looking for information that will help supplement our TR-90 lifestyle that will help keep us focused and moving into the correct or right direction that we want to move. And yesterday I started talking about apples and the information was coming out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. It's just, I have found it to be a treasure trove of really great information. And yesterday I started talking about apples and why we should be including them. And since we're getting into the fall, towards fall, where Apples are starting to be more prevalent. This is something you probably want to consider to add into your to your 90 lifestyle. So today I'm talking about apples and cancer to start off with. Apples have proven themselves to be a potent cancer fighters In the Nurses' Health Study and Health Professionals' Follow-Up Study, Fruit and vegetable intake was associated with a 21% reduced risk of lung cancer in women. Subjects who consumed at least one serving per day of apples and pears had a reduced risk of lung cancer. Apples were one of the individual fruits associated with a decreased risk. A study in Hawaii found that apple and onion intake were associated with a reduced risk of lung cancer in men and women. There was a 40 to 50% decreased risk of lung cancer in participants with the highest intake of apples and onions compared with those who consumed the lowest amounts of these foods. In addition to all of the ways that apples boost heart health, they're beneficial to lung function. Apple consumption has been inversely linked with asthma and has also been positively associated with general car, uh, general pulmonary health. For example, an Australian study found apple and pear intake were associated with a decreased risk of asthma, and a UK study found that apple intake as well as selenium intake were associated with less asthma in adults. In the latter study, the one that was in the UK, the clearest effect was in those consuming at least two apples per week. In a study of more than 13,000 ad- uh, adults in the Netherlands, it was found that apple and pear intake was positively associated with pulmonary function and negatively associated with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Yet another study showed that those who consumed five or more apples a week had a significantly greater forced expiratory volume, that means lung air coming out of your lungs, so your lungs being able to power it out, a measure of the pulmonary function compared with those who did not consume apples. Not only may apples help decrease the risk of heart disease and cancer and asthma, but apple consumption may also be associated with a lower risk for diabetes. In a study of 10,000 Finnish people, a reduced risk of type 2 diabetes was associated with apple consumption and a higher intake of quercetin, which is a polyphenol, a major component of apple peels, was also associated with a decreased risk of type 2 diabetes. While they are at their Freshest obtained from local sources in the autumn, apples are readily available all year long. While shopping for apples, look for the ones that are firm and unblemished. Choose different types of apples depending on how you plan to use them. Sweet apples like red or golden delicious are great eaten out of hand. So are slightly tartar, Fuji, and Braeburn apples. Granny Smith and Pippins are good choices for cooking as they are tart and retain their texture. Apples should be kept cold after purchase. The key is getting the best from apples is to eat the whole fruit, peel, and all. And to eat a variety of apples as each type offers different health-promoting benefits. Here are some ideas for getting more apples into your life. A great snack is a sliced apple smeared with peanut or soy butter. For a healthy dessert, wash and core an apple, put it in an oven-safe dish with a dash of honey and a sprinkle of walnuts and a dusting of cinnamon, all of which are superfoods, the walnuts, the cinnamon, and the honey. Bake in a preheated oven at 350 degrees, For about 30 minutes, you can either serve that warm or cold. Another thought, dice an unpeeled washed cored apple and mix it with raisins, cranberries, either dried or fresh cranberries, any chopped dried fruit, and bake until soft and use to top yogurt or oatmeal. One more thought, finely sliced apples or pears Add them to a spinach salad and top with walnuts and thinly sliced red onions dressed with a wrap of vinaigrette. This time of year is a really great time to do that, or any time throughout the summer and fall. Another thought, homemade applesauce made with cored, unpeeled apples is always a favorite, served either as a dessert or as a side dish, and don't forget the cinnamon. So now there's a challenge. here's a challenge worthy of any survivor-type show. Pack five healthy, nutritious lunches that a third-grader will actually eat. Children can be so finicky in their food tastes and so sensitive to lunchroom fashion, food fashions that getting them to eat what you pack is a daunting task. But don't give up. If you're willing to experiment and are open to hearing the truth from your child, Did you really eat those baby carrots? Then you can come up with some lunch ideas that are not only nutritious, but also popular with your child. Here are some suggestions and tips for packing a lunch that's both healthy and delicious. And by the way, this works for adults too, so this might help you to springboard for some of your lunch options as well. Parents sometimes lose touch with their child's daily nutritional needs and what they are. And according to the American Medical Association, children between the ages of 6 and 10 need about 18,000, or excuse me, 1800 to 2400 calories a day. This translates roughly to two cups of low fat milk, two servings of meat or protein alternative, and six servings of whole grains such as pastas, cereals, and breads and at least five servings of fruits and vegetables. Of course, these calorie needs will vary depending on your child's activity level. A very active child who plays sports daily will need more calories than one who is more sedentary. The first thing that parents often forget when packing a lunch box is the preferences of their child. Many of us pack a lunch for a fantasy child who will eat the foods we believe are nourishing. Many of us don't know that this lunch lands in the garbage can in the school cafeteria. So the first rule in successful lunch packing is to keep your child's tastes in mind. If they never if she never eats a turkey sandwich at home, there's not much of a chance that she's going to eat one at school. This may mean bending the rules a bit. If you know they'll happen happily eat cereal For lunch, give it to them. If they'd rather have fresh carrot sticks and onion dip with with perhaps a slice of whole wheat bread smeared with honey, that's fine too. Two important food categories to keep in mind while preparing school lunches are protein and complex carbohydrates. Children's growing bodies need high protein foods during periods of growth and complex carbs to break down slowly for sustained energy. Make up a list of the foods in both of these categories that your child likes. You can even create a lunchbox menu so that your child can pick which foods they like on which days. Often, the more involved the child feels in the process of selecting and preparing foods, the better the chances are that they will actually eat them. And here are a few ideas. Use whole wheat tortillas to make healthy wraps and fill them with tuna, turkey, lean ham, add lettuce. Oh, On the proteins, it's tuna, turkey, or lean ham, add lettuce, and some shredded low-fat cheese and some shredded carrot and a light smear of mayo. And if they'll eat uh, like guacamole or uh, mashed avocado, you can use that instead of the mayo. Most kids love rice cakes. Pack peanut butter or another nut butter separately for your child to spread on the cracker. There's nothing wrong with cold pizza if your child likes it. Go light on the cheese and add sliced vegetables if your child will eat them. Kids love mini muffins. Find a recipe for healthy ones without much sugar, a carrot muffin or a raisin bran muffin, and bake them in small tins. Yogurt is a great lunch. Choice. Send along a separate container of fresh or no-sugar-added canned fruit to be mixed in. Mix up a personalized trail mix for your child's favorite with your child's favorite cereal, adding raisins, unsalted nuts, and some chopped dried fruits and mini pretzels. Send along graham crackers spread with cream cheese and dotted with raisins. Baked tortilla chips with a small container of bean dip or salsa make a great accompaniment to a fresh fruit and perhaps some spring cheese. Use a whole wheat pita pocket instead of bread for a favorite lunch filling stuffed with tuna and vegetables or hummus and shredded lettuce or any other preferred filling. Another thought would be peanut butter and banana bread or even plain old peanut butter and jelly on whole wheat, which makes a fine lunch. Air popped popcorn is always a welcome treat. Salt it lightly. Fruit, of course, makes a great dessert and just don't send fruit that's just don't send fruit that's too messy or difficult to peel or easy eat easily. Cut the fruit up. Isn't a cut-up fruit is an alternative to whole, but be sure that it's not a fruit that will discolor once exposed to the air. Look for healthy chips for snacks. Two good choices are salsa with mesquite kettle chips and Trader Joe's soy and flax seed tortilla chips. So there we have it, my friends, some lunchtime menu options and why we should be including those apples into our diets. With that, I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. It's hard to believe this is the last day of August. <coughs> so this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing up August 31st, 2021. I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. Okay, there we have it, folks. That was really great information. Thank you for those on ideas. Oh, you are welcome. You know, this book just has so many wonderful ideas and it's out of print and I'm looking to get another copy because mine is falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) Another great idea for apples that my German father often did was apples with chocolate and that was our, that was very often our dessert. He would slice up apples and send them around the table with um, chunks of dark chocolate on top and that was dessert. Ooh. That sounds mm-hmm. good. I also like apples with, like, a ch- uh, slice of cheddar or Swiss cheese. Yeah. So yes. that's another possibility. Yes, but, definitely. But, apples and chocolate, I'll have to try that because I have some apples and I have some dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's my very, <laughs> very European. Very European. Ah. Thank you for the great tip. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. You. You too. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. You you too, Victoria.